When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Last night's game went down to the wire, Tony. Wasn't it exciting? Tony Kornheiser, you're such an apologist for I-94 teams. Yeah. The game was terrible. Yeah, it, was it was terrible. Awful. It was awful. <laughs> it was unwatchable. And the worst part of it, Tony, is that's what I've watched my whole life. And it is games yeah. that the Bears have had no touchdowns. They either were a threat to win or they won. I know it doesn't happen often, but oh, God. What a... Yeah. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, new college football rankings are imminent. we got a ball night ahead of us in the NBA, and Jeff ball Saturday night. joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with an offensively challenged Monday night game in which the Bears prevailed over the Vikings without scoring a touchdown, 12-10, to 10, on a last-minute field goal by Cairo Santos. The Vikings lost at home. They now fell to 6-6. Six and six. The Bears are now 4-8. and eight. Neither quarterback, Josh Dobbs, nor Justin Fields held on to the ball. Wilbon, where does last night's result leave the Bears and the Vikings? Tony, I'll take my team first. The Bears, it leaves us in a quandary. It leaves us confused. And I don't care what, you know, how positive people can try to put a spin on this, but people who follow the Bears are confused. What, what do we do? What does this mean for Justin Fields? Yes, they won the game. Yes, he came up with two terrific passes late in that game to win it, closed. And he got off to a great start, but in the middle... There are these plays where you go, what is, what is going on here? And so we're still confused. Do we, do we draft Caleb Williams or somebody else, the kid from North Carolina? Do we get better coaching offensively for Justin Fields, which is what I want? Is that defense any good? And with Minnesota, are they really a playoff team? They don't have a quarterback. Look, we think we've got a quarterback we're trying to get something out of. I'm not sure Minnesota has a quarterback. They're still auditioning quarterback. Dobbs was a terrific story for whatever, two, three, four weeks. But, but you know, the turnovers last night soured that. And so, wow, yeah. you got a lot of uncertainty in the NFC Central. Yeah, so let me, let me get to Dobbs quickly because we love the Pasternaut. But yes. it's over. Yes. Okay, the mythology of Dobbs is done now. It came to a screeching halt when he had four interceptions yeah, last tipped. night. Two so in four tipped. games with the Vikings, he's got five interceptions and three lost fumbles. And the coach knows it, too, because after the game, the coach said, we're going to evaluate the entire position there. And let me go back to the overall theme here. I watched two quarters, and, and I, I, I quit at halftime. I believe that that game should be put in a time capsule and buried for the rest of time. Uh, and I look at that game, a 12-10 game, and I twin that up with the Sunday game between the Patriots and the Giants. It was a 10-7 game. And, Mike, to me, that is the story of the NFL all season so far, that you have a lot of really bad teams that don't score any points. It's like Kirk Ferentz is coaching all the teams. <laughs> there's, like, the four that we talked about. Then there's the Jets, the Panthers, the Steelers, the Browns, the Titans, the Raiders. They don't score. And, Mike, almost all of them have had to replace quarterbacks this year. So the subtext is, if you don't have a bona fide starting quarterback that you like yeah. and you go to the next guy, yeah. there's trouble ahead. And they don't score. 
Yeah, Tony, but, you know, yes, I'm not going to disagree with a, a word that you said. The, the, the question is for the Bears, the Vikings lost their quarterback. So they can say, woe is us. That's right. The Bears, we don't know. That's right. We don't even know what we're doing. Is this guy going to be our quarterback? Some of us still love him and want him to be coached. I say again. And some of us are saying, well, wait a minute. Let's draft this kid from USC, who I love too. I did. It's a quandary, as they used to say. Let's move to college football then. The second to last playoff rankings come out later tonight. Amen. Unbeaten's Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State seem locks to comprise the top four in whatever order. Tony, what, if anything, will you be watching for tonight? Yeah, let me say, first of all, that I really like this show. And I like it because they get to the rankings right away. They don't stretch it out for dramatic purposes. They go right to the rankings. So you know what's going on right away. I will be interested mostly in this, Mike. How far will U.S. will Ohio State Drop. fall? Yeah. Okay. Will they fall all the way to eight? Will they be, be behind other one-loss teams, Oregon, Texas, and Alabama? Because if that happens and somehow Iowa beats Michigan, then the Big Ten is out of the tournament. I will Probably. also be interested to see, I know what you said about Florida State being a lock, but I'm interested to see if they are there at four. And I bring this they up better be. because at the end of the week, or whenever it is, at the Pac-12, last one, Pac-12 championship game, which is going to be a neutral site in Las Vegas, Oregon plays against Washington. Mike, I'm astounded by the line in this game. Oregon is favored by nine and a half. How can that be? Washington beat them this year. So that says to me there's a boomlet out there for Oregon, and maybe it'll permeate the committee, and maybe Oregon will go up. And the last thing I'm concerned with, will Texas still stay ahead of Alabama? Or will the committee say, you know what? Did you see the end of the Alabama game? They got the magic again. Texas beat Let's Alabama. move them right now. Let's move them up. I know, yeah. at Alabama. Then you know what? But if Alabama beats Georgia, they're in, Mike. You know what's they're in. It better be Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. And I don't want to hear about this other junk. You put those four in, and it shouldn't matter because Florida State should beat Louisville. I do think Oregon's going to beat Washington, and so you bring one of those other teams into play. I know Iowa has a puncher's chance because they can keep you at the 10-7. They can keep you there with that defense, even That's though right. they don't score like you act. I like right. that you took a shot at Kirk Ferentz, who I'm tired of. And, and, and Georgia, man, Georgia's in some peril against Alabama, some. So the, you, now, but, I think but they're Tony, both in. I think, if, I think if Alabama beats Georgia, they're both in. But, I think they're both in. But, Tony, that peril comes this weekend. There's none tonight. There's no suspense tonight. Thank you for being a good partner and trying to pump up the show and the ratings. There's I like no show. suspense tonight. Oh, right, we move on. None. We move on. We move now to the NBA's in-season tournament, which you have ripped as another terrible example of marketing people controlling That's the world. That's right. Anyway, it continues tonight with the end of group play that will result in the final eight teams. At the moment, only Indiana and the Lakers, who conveniently lost by a smooth 44 Ooh. last Ooh. night, are in. Wilbon, are you following what's at stake in tonight's in-season tournament action? Not even a little bit. <laughs> and let me give the marketing people credit. Because they said, look at this hand, not at this one. Look at this hand, not at this one. And people are doing it. The games are sold out. The games are closer, which means the players seem to be paying attention. And the ratings are higher. This is what the NBA wanted. Pay attention to our product before Christmas Day. So Adam Silver and his whole staff, they got this right. And the marketing people are brilliant. They're devious. And I find Who it just are you? I find Who it are regrettable. You? They're devious people. 
and they manipulate, they're manipulative, the marketing people. The ones you and I work for are the same way. That's what they are. Let me tell you what the NBA Maybe should be doing tonight. For, not me. The NBA should be telling you how great Anthony Edwards and Shea Gilgis Alexander are and stop with the stupid, colorful courts and show those two kids to you playing against each other because they're the front runners for MVP behind Joker right now. And no, we're not going to get to that because we got to deal with colored courts and phony yeah. baloney in-season tournament junk. Let me know when you're done. I'm I think done. that the colored courts are sort of futuristic looking and crazy. And I have to tell you, I sort of like them. I haven't paid attention to this because the Wizards went out immediately, so I didn't you think I had any to. Attention. But what I enjoy is, that, you know, you can get in. I'm going to go over the bell. You can get in by point differential, Mike. It's like soccer, where we advance over Trinidad and Tobago because even though we split games, we had more goals. This is a scenario for tonight. Miami can advance as a wild card if it loses by one point. As they say in Miami, not two, not three, not four, one point. And the Celtics, Nets, Cavaliers, and Knicks all lose, but there's more. Cleveland has to lose by fewer than 19. The Knicks have to lose by more than eight, but less than 40. I hope you've taken notes. No. Because to me, if you're I'm in not. a tournament, Mike, if you win, you're in, and apparently not. Let's take a break. Coming up, Alex Smith pushed back on Tom Brady's criticisms of today's NFL. So we will ask Jeff Saturday what he thinks. We'll also ask him about Greg Olson saying he'd entertain leaving TV to coach the Panthers. Anthony Edwards, so, so Shane now you like Alexander. This? That's now you, you like the marketing people? No, You've been skewering no. them. I just said they're devious. I just said they're manipulative. No, I hate them. But they, but got they are it right. brilliant. They get stuff right all the time. They're often... Pardon the Interruption is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. And in part by Disney Cruise Line. Where magic meets the sea. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Bullet, part of Happy Hour. Let's get back into the NFL by spending another Tuesday with Jeff Saturday. I like that. That's a good line. Let's start with this, Jeff. <laughs> The Lions lost to the Packers Thanksgiving. They've turned the ball over now seven times. 
in their last two games. What can a team do to improve ball security, or is this just mostly a matter of chance and luck? No, it's definitely not a matter of chance. I mean, you work on that, right? You work on making sure you're protecting the ball at all costs, making sure you understand uh, if it's a route concept, where you are in the route, what, you know, what the problem is for the quarterback, what the quarterback's problem is for the receiver, kind of all of those things. Um, but I will say, and I've been around the game a long time, it, it kind of always goes in groups, right? Like you'll go through a couple weeks where you might not turn it over at all, and then all of a sudden it's like that thing is greased, and you, you can't hold on to it. No matter who's getting it, it, one guy's fumbling it, one, it's a tip for the next guy, and there's all kinds of issues. I think just settling it down, and again, it's it's cost them big. They're going to have to refocus. Every, every team works on the fumble drills, making sure you're protecting the football at all costs. Unfortunately, it doesn't always pan out that way. Again, you can't always be perfect at it. They got to improve, though, uh, if they want to keep this thing in the hunt because it, it's derailed them in a hurry. Jeff, having played center, you were the perfect person to ask about Jason Kelsey and that enormous block in Jalen Hurts' game-winning touchdown run. When you watch that play on film, or if you watch it live, what do you see there? What stands out to you about that block? Yeah, so, so Kelsey is going to be responsible. He's going to snap the ball and kind of skip pull and get to the edge. And so he's going to be responsible for the outside pressure. They knew the blitz was coming. Uh, everybody, everybody on the offensive line knew Mylotta does a nice job of washing down that technique inside to create space and Kelsey does a nice job of going inside out and the, what ends up happening to a lot of times whether you're a center you're guarding you're pulling is you get in between should you you know quote log him which means you use your other shoulder or trap him which means you use your inside shoulder he picked the right way he trapped him got him on the ground Hertz goes right up inside it's like you know that, that thing you and I could have walked through that thing so <laughs> it was blocked to perfection great but it's a great play call for the blitz they knew what was coming and I think I don't know if Hertz checked to it, if it was called from the huddle, but I will tell you it brought up a nightmare because that's how they built uh, beat us when I was coaching Ooh. in Indy Ooh. on the final play as well. Same exact play, same spot on the field. Hertz backs that thing up and then walks in, and it just crushes your soul. But a great call uh, the other night to clinch that win. All right, you're only about half as old as Tony and me, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna rely on your sense of modern NFL history for a minute. To ask you about Tom Brady telling Stephen A. recently, there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Of course, Alex Smith pushed back, saying quarterback play is at an all-time high and is a golden age we're in now, a defensive lineman. I love Alex Smith. I agree completely with Tom Brady on this, but, Jeff, where do you come down on all this? I agree. I agree with Tom Brady as well. And listen, I'm you know, no, no slight on Alex Smith or whatever his thoughts are on it, but, yeah, no, there is – and I think part of it is because everything has become scheme-based in our game. You know, if you've watched the development of our game, so much of it when I was coming up was about fundamentals and techniques at the moment. Right now, it's all being coached as schematics. You want the best, you know, best quote play as opposed to imposing your will. And, and, and what you end up seeing is teams that can do it, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles, the 49ers, the teams that were in Detroit to, to a degree, when they can impose their will, that's ultimately what happens. They end up getting more wins and playing in closer games. Unless you hit the lottery and get the Patrick Mahomes, right? I hit the lottery twice, right? I'm with, I'm with Peyton Manning and I'm with Aaron Rodgers, you know? 
hey, man, God is good, right? So I, I, I hit the lottery as far as that goes. But a lot of times teams don't have that. They don't, they don't have that crutch to kind of lean on. And if you don't, the fundamentals of football is what's going to separate you. So I fully agree with Tom Brady, the expectations of defensive players. What we've done to them and what we're asking of them is dang near impossible. And, and uh, that for whatever reason, they keep meeting that mark. But, man, I tell you, I, I'm glad I played offense and can root for the good guys because it'd be tough sledding to play on that defensive side right now. We'll get you out of here on this, and it's a personal question for you. The Athletic reports that Greg Olson is interested in leaving TV if the Carolina Panthers are interested in him as a head coach. You left TV to coach the Colts last season. What are the challenges in coaching without previous coaching experience? Oh, that's a, that is a great But I'll say this. I left TV knowing I was going back to TV. So I don't know if that's Greg's point, right? Like, I was pretty sure. Like, once I got into it, I dabbled in it. But I, I will tell you, it is a complete lifestyle change. And you better be ready for that, right? And so if Greg Olson, you know, as far as figuring that part of his life out, if he's comfortable with that, the other part I would say is, and the more important part, is finding the right staff. You know, when, when you, you when you haven't been in the coaching business very long, finding those guys, because it's not, again, it's not just going to be, is it the scheme you want? It's personality-wise as well. Do you mesh? Do you fit? Do you work well together? Because here's the deal. You're going to be spending about 18 hours a day together. So you better be able to get along. You better be in alignment of what you think principally we have to get done in this, in this offense or in this defense. And the other part of the head coach is the amount of things outside or, quote, off the field that you have to deal with. This is not just a, listen, the greatest part of when I was coaching with the Col with those, uh, Colts was those two hours on the field. But man, the other points, you got, a, you got a lot of ask that you have to step into that have nothing to do with the game. And it really, so, so you don't get nearly as much of the quote coaching as you would expect to do. But I, listen, I wish him the best. I hope, I, I love, you know, the Dan Campbells. I love the Antonio Pierce. I love when, when former guys are getting head jobs. So if he can get it, more power to him. Boy, I'll support him over the best of them. Thank That's you so awesome. much, Jeff, Jeff as always. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate y'all. Love seeing you. Let's take one last break. Still to come, Tiger Woods floats an optimistic scenario for the upcoming season. And the Pistons have lost 14 straight. Weren't they supposed to be turning the corner against Tony's team, the Wizard? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Pardon the interruption is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 75th birthday, Vern Denherter. History lesson, kids. Denherter was a defensive end on the Dolphins, part of the famous no-name defense. Although he wasn't as well-known as Nick Bonacani or Manny Fernandez or Jake Scott, Denherter led the Dolphins with 10 and a half sacks in 1972 and had 10 more in 1973. The years the Dolphins won the Super Bowl. Den Herter played all 12 years of his NFL career from Miami, and when he retired, his 65 sacks were second in franchise history. Den Herter was a ninth round draft choice in the 1971 draft out of tiny Central College in Iowa. 
The great undefeated Dolphins teams of 1972 got back to the Super Bowl after losing in it the previous year, something the Philadelphia Eagles are trying to do this year. Tony, I know that growing up uh, as a young football fan of the J-E-T-S, you yes. couldn't have liked Miami very much, but now as old no. men, don't you appreciate the older you get, the Dolphins, Don Shula, and all the players that yeah. did that? 100%. The further we get away yeah. from it, it just seems so great what that team accomplished, because it was. Agreed. Happy anniversary, Urban Meyer. On this day 12 years ago, the two-time national championship winning coach at Florida took the head coaching job at Ohio State, where he later won the national championship in 2014. Meyer was 7-0 against Michigan while in Columbus. Now, he was a hot mess in Jacksonville in the NFL, but in college, he was restaurant quality. Meyer was on the Fox crew in Ann Arbor last Saturday, and he watched Michigan win its third straight game over Ryan Day. Meyer said of Day, quote, reality is, is he under fire? Yeah, he is. He lives in Columbus, and he is the Ohio State head football coach. That's real. He's a big boy. He'll handle it. Get back to work. Find a way to beat the Wolverines, unquote. Meanwhile, Maurice Claret tweeted at Meyer, ah! yo, bro, what you doing next ah! year? That gets to the point, doesn't it? He wants somebody yes. like they all do to go beat the school up north. Okay, here's the question. Could you see Urban Meyer back on the Ohio State sideline coaching yes. the Buckeyes? Yes. You could. Yes, 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 I certainly could. Happy trails to another game for the Detroit Pistons. Detroit's losing streak is now at 14 after they managed to lose at home last night to the nearly equally awful Washington Wizards, 126-107. Detroit coach Monty Williams, who is the richest coach in the NBA, by virtue of his six-year, $78.5 million contract, called out his players for lack of fight during the game and for not honoring the organization in the jersey. Detroit hasn't won a game in a month. Washington hadn't won a game in nearly three weeks. Since the 2019-2020 season, the Pistons have won just 82 games, and that's over four years. The Pistons have just four victories since last year's trade deadline. They're on pace for 10 wins this season. That's $1.3 million per win for Monty. Tony, you had the Washington Wizards being the worst team of all time, potentially, and they won by 19 in Detroit. Yeah. All right, so you mailed yeah. them an apology. I'd rather have, by the way, if you're talking roster spots or roster filling, I'd rather have... The Pistons roster. They got some young players I'm going to want in a couple of years. You're the one. We're running out of show when we go to the big finish. Let's Patrick do it. Patrick Payne will resume his NH career with the Red Wings. You can't be happy with that. No. We just lost Taylor Hall for the, for the year with an injury. We, what, we can't have Patrick Kane back? This is insane. Well, with Detroit? Please. All 10 skaters got a 10-minute misconduct during last night's scuffle between the Panthers and Senators. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think equal punishment is no punishment, really. Tiger Woods says his ankle feels good, and his best-case scenario is playing one tournament a month this season. Are you excited for that? Excited may be a little bit much. I'm happy anytime I see Tiger Woods out there on a golf course competing. Yes, excited. Let's not let's, let's tamper it down a little bit. College hoops tonight. Number eight, Miami. Number 12, Kentucky. Are you intrigued at all? I know both coaches. You do, too. We yeah. both like them, so I'm a little bit intrigued. Last one, some Oakland A's fans have founded an independent baseball team named the Oakland Bees. It's so fabulous. You must love that. No, no. They, they, they wouldn't go to see the team they had in the big ballpark. Nah, I mean, come on now. Enough. It's such a grump. It's yeah. unbelievable. We're out of time. 
Try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. I hate the Red Wings. I hate them as much as I hate cheeseheads. You know what I'm saying?